Welcome to the So Verve Lounge, a podcast for modern entrepreneurs that focuses on digital marketing ecosystems for small businesses. Join your host, CEO and marketing director, Stephanie Rubio, as she brings you marketing tips with a shot of Cafe Con Dulce. And welcome to this week's episode of the Soverve Lounge. My name is Stephanie Rubio. I am the CEO and Marketing Director here at Soverve Marketing Group, bringing you another episode. And thank you so much for being here with me today. I am so excited to have this conversation with you today because it is on a post that I recently posted over on Instagram. I was feeling like a conversation needed to be had and I didn't want to have it in the email list. I didn't want to have it in any other platform other than Instagram because I feel like when you take certain subjects to Instagram over LinkedIn or even Facebook and possibly even Twitter, some something about the level of vulnerability and authenticity that people are coming into Um here on Instagram, it's just really great. And so I thought it was the right platform to ask this question. So basically, the question is based on something that I encountered or went through here at the agency in quarter one. And so the post was, One thing quarter one taught me, and I go on to say, was that I needed to update our client qualifying questions. And one of our new questions is, are you currently in a mastermind? Now, off the bat, that's going to turn off a lot of people that have group coaching programs or masterminds, but please hear me out. Simple question, but when you're working with a marketing strategist, coach, or team, the last thing you want to be consistently hearing is, well, so-and-so in my mastermind says, or so-and-so in my mastermind uses. Moving forward, this is a solid disqualifier for the suburb team. I have found that our efforts are best placed once a prospect has already finalized their work within a coaching program or mastermind and are ready to put strategies into place for you service-based business owners. What are some of the new disqualifiers for you? Comment below. And we had a ton of feedback. Now as a marketer, of course, and someone that has been in marketing and sales her entire life, pretty much, I know exactly what to post to get this kind of engagement. I don't like to consistently go there with this type of engagement. And I'll tell you why. Um, Me personally, I like to have good solid teaching moments. Some posts like this constantly turns the account, in my opinion, at least, um, a little controversial. And because it is a controversial topic, obviously, I am, you know, basically saying if you are in a in a coaching program, unfortunately, that's just going to disqualify you as a client right away. And so I received a lot of feedback. Um, some some of the feedback that you see in the comments always positive, but then the the feedback that you know goes deeper into question questioning our why behind this took it to the DMs or email. And so I just wanted to clarify where my head was at when I made this decision, what happened, and just why I believe it's a good choice for us, and it could possibly even be a good choice for you. So. Our questionnaire, our client onboarding questionnaire is massive and it speaks not only about marketing, but it talks a lot about branding and it talks a lot about sales. And I'll tell you why. Branding for us is the foundation of a business. So if the branding is wrong, 
the marketing is going to be wrong. I've covered this in podcasts and emails. I've covered this in the, in the blog that the foundation of a business is the brand, the brand story, the brand messaging, the vision, um, the mission, the values. All of that has to be aligned. Once that is set, then you can build on that. You can start working on marketing and marketing efforts. That is then going to translate into sales. I mean, there's no way that it won't. There's no way that you're going to go through all of that and not see an increase in sales. It's, it just, there's no way. So I have to have the conversations about the sandwich is what I call it. The first bun, if you will, the, the hamburger bun. And then I have to have the, the, uh, the, that bottom slice. And then I have to have the conversation about that, the, the top, you know, where is it that you are right now? And where do you see yourself going? Where are your sales right now? Do you understand your sales? Do you understand your buyer process? And I get so many NAs, NAs, no, no, no. And that is why then you need marketing right in the middle, because that's the sandwich that makes the entire thing work. That's what makes everything sort of come together. And that's why it's so important. For me, one of the questions I was clearly missing, and, and mind you, our questionnaire is seven pages long. It's once prospects get this questionnaire, um, and even our clients, once they onboard, they are told about the questionnaire. They're told that, listen, this is homework. You have three to seven business days to, you know, review it and to finalize it. A lot of them will see the questionnaire and it's like they want to run for the hills because it's homework. It's you as the business owner really coming face to face with the issues that you're having in your business so that then we can help you. If you as a business owner are not confronting the issues that you're having, I can't help you. Okay. And so where does coaching and where does masterminds come into place? Okay. So we work with a lot of coaches. We send our clients to coaches. We send our clients to business consultants because we understand that there is a space of murky vision, if you will, and um, clutter, mental clutter, sometimes a confidence issue, sometimes a showing up, quote unquote, issue, or there's an issue with productivity, there's an issue with um, financial issue could be that you don't understand how to run and operate your business on a financial sense. So many different things, legalities, legal things that a legal team can then help you with. So many things that is outside of marketing that you may probably need to be speaking with a coach about. Okay. The visionary part of being an entrepreneur, of being a small business owner, the part that gets you up in the mornings that makes you want to grind and hustle and the part that um, where you build community and you build a core network. That is what masterminds are for, in my opinion. Masterminds are great to allow you to rub elbows with other small business owners. I've been in masterminds myself, masterminds where I have sat with other agency owners, people that have had and have sold multiple agencies, people that I look up to. One of my mentors is someone that I met in a mastermind. I haven't joined a, 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 a one-on-one coaching program with a coach, but I have joined masterminds and I love them. I have taken courses that have been evergreen courses where I don't necessarily have one-on-one 
with a specific coach, but I do have, again, accessibility to a mastermind. And they're great. They're amazing. They help you build your network. They help you, again, just build community. Entrepreneurship is so lonely. And not only is it lonely, but when you're just when your vision is only singular, you're not learning anything. And so that's why we need community members to teach us things. I learn things from other marketers every day. And I hope that other marketers do the same with me. Maybe it's what how not to run their business. Maybe it's how, you know, something that they may want to integrate that we do. I don't take offense to people that want to learn from me. And I hope that nobody takes offense to the fact that I want to learn more from them. It's just human nature and it should be a positive experience for you. My issue is that once you've hired a team of copywriters, um, I mean, I have, I have copywriters that have written for Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies. I have copywriters that write for universities, okay? Sales copywriters. I have a team that is experienced in customer service, customer care, customer retention, that is experienced in sales, hospitality. I have a team that is experienced in um, working administrative work, okay? I have, you know, contracts with vendors that are extremely knowledgeable in their field. We have a vendor who has an agency who we send the majority of our more larger website builds, we send to them. And she's a wonderful part of our community. So all of these people that are working for us, when you have a client that is in the midst of trying to figure out their own journey, not from the perspective of the business, but the perspective of their mindset. And you are trying to implement strategies in the middle of them trying to figure all of that out. I am telling you, it is one of the hardest things and hardest tasks to accomplish. Because how can you figure all of that out while you're still trying to figure yourself out? Okay. And so when you're doubting yourself, when you're constantly looking at the shiny objects, when you're constantly looking at what Susie over here is doing, and then you see Roberta over here doing it this way, and it's working for her, and she's a seven figure earner. And and then you have your marketer over here telling you, listen, this is what I think we need to do, because this is what the data looks like. This is what the statistics look like. This is what the numbers look like. And but but then you're scrolling through Instagram and you see your mastermind members launching all these things and they have all this cash flow in order for them to, you know, launch the event, launch the podcast, launch the course, launch the book, whatever, hire all these team members. It it becomes overwhelming. Do you get my drift? So then you come to your marketer once a week, you're having conversations with them. And it's, well, so-and-so told me to do it this way in my mastermind, or so-and-so does it this way, and -and so-and-so has this referral code, and -and so-and-so has this referral link and affiliate link, and I think I should use that because that's what they use. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, (laughs) what about... What about my recommendation? What about what I believe that you need to be doing? What about what I think is best? Because this is why you've hired me. You've hired me and my team for this. And there, right in that, that position, what do we have? A complete breakdown in communication. There's a breakdown in trust, right? And so in the past, I would have fought through that. I would have fought through that with a client. But fortunately for us, maybe, 
possibly, unfortunately, for these type of clients, we're no longer in a position to fight that. Why? Because we have invested in our team. We have invested in a team that we want to nurture and we want to take care of. I am the leader of Suburb Marketing Group. I am the founder of this brand and this company and this organization. And the last thing that I want is for my team members to feel like they're not doing a good job because the client doesn't understand why we're making these recommendations. And I was starting to have that. Um, we had a client account where we we were doing massive amounts of launches back to back to back, all these launches. And it was like, okay, well, how do you have back to back launches in less than 60 days? How do you how do you launch three different products? And we're not talking small products. We're talking about large products, okay? Services, huge that requires so much um, in that span of time without really giving things an opportunity to work and breathe and settle in so that then we can come back to data and say, this isn't working. Where's the preparation? Where's the, you know, the nurturing of the audience, the warming up of the audience so that then we can launch successfully. There's none of that because again, oh, no, I'm going to go live or I'm going to go this because so-and-so in my mastermind told me to do this. And again, it's like, you're messing up my strategy. You're messing up my marketing plan. What are you doing? The marketing plan that took me so long to create, so long to put together. And I did it diligently with a lot of care, um, a lot of solid advice, even from other mentors myself. So I made the decision in quarter two that I was not going to be taking on any clients that are currently working with a coach. It doesn't matter what you're working with them for, um, unless it's something very specific um, that does not affect marketing, but pretty much everything is going to affect marketing. Um, If you're someone who's working with a, um, a legal team, Let's let's just put it this way. I have a um, a colleague whose client is um, across the pond. She's in London, and it's a small um, a small boutique company, and they're basically going through the GDPR update still because they they hopped on board late, and so now they're going through that whole. So they're trying to figure out controllers and um, you know, the processes for how to control the data and all these things. And so it does affect marketing because it affects email marketing. It affects how you send people to a landing page, how you, you verbalize items and copy and all of these things. And so it's very rare, um, that you're going to be working with a coach that isn't going to affect your mindset in some way. And again, it's not a negative thing. It's not a negative working with coaches is necessary. Um, I have my own thoughts about the coaching industry and some coaches, um, but on the general scale, I think coaching is important. I think you need coaching. I think you need advisement. I think you need consulting. You can't rely solely on your team, okay? Um, You need mentorship. You do need mentorship. But if you are not able to separate the two, if you're not able to separate I have an idea, this is my mindset shift, and then constantly, you know, be wanting to re-strategize. By the way, side note, you know, Ms. Zoe is in the house, so she's here in the office with me, so if you hear her little pitter-patters, that is her. Um, 
But for me, it's one of those situations where, okay, that's great. But the mindset, you know, you need you need time to absorb those things. You can't just come off of a coaching call with a coach and then go to a marketing strategist and say, scratch all the scratch everything and let's start over. A lot of times, you know, we're in retainers. We're in retainers, whether it's a launch. I have a colleague who has very specific services and she has um, a launch package. It's a launch management package where she's managing your entire launch. So when you go to work with her, you're basically um, buying into how we're going to how you're going to launch the course, the book, the mastermind, what what have you. And you're paying her for that. Okay, she's probably paying a team for that. She works white label with me, for example, on that. So then, okay, so then what happens when when the client comes to us and says, we're going to scratch this off? Uh, Crickets, because work has already been done. Team members have already been paid. Okay, so that's great that you want to scratch everything. But then we also need to scratch everything that has been paid and we need to start from zero. And that is the conversation that clients then don't want to have. So they want to have the liberty to be able to pivot, but they don't want to have the liberty to then pay the type of retainer that it's going to take to allow you to pivot in that way. And most solopreneurs and most small business owners and boutique owners that are smaller service-based businesses, at least the ones we're working with that are that fit that criteria, they cannot make that, those massive shifts financially. Okay. And again, I'm talking about service-based businesses because a lot of my product-based business owners, the ones that have brick and mortars, um, interior designers, um, we have architects, you know, people in the medical field, they don't, they have mentors that, you know, people went, they went to college with or professors and or other people in the industry, but they don't tend to get into coaching as much as the service-based business owners do. Okay. And, you know, another thing, you know, it's like for me, I get into coaching a little bit as far as with the clients. Now, I don't like to call it coaching. I always like to call it a little bit of dipping into different areas because they all affect me. I start having conversations about sales. I start having conversations about client retention with clients. And so we get a little bit into that. And if I see that you have this huge roadblock in your mind about how you're going to get from A to Z, more than likely, I will probably send you to a colleague so that you can work with someone else. And that is why I say the most important thing, the most important thing is for you to determine where you're at. And that's why the discovery calls are important. The explanatory calls are important. That is why you need to understand when you're accepting quotes, when you're accepting contracts and signing on the dotted line, that you're understanding what you're getting yourself into. We have a wonderful page on our website that talks a lot about who we work with. And I go into detail on our ideal client. Okay, what is it going to take for you to be my client? Okay, it's a good fit for you to work with us if and it's you're not going to be a good fit and we'd be happy to refer you if and those are the questions that only you can answer, you know, so it's really about not wasting your time 
and not wasting anybody else's time. But then it's also about making sure that you're putting your your time, money, and efforts into the right thing. If you're having mindset issues and confidence issues, and I'm telling you that we're going to need brand photography, videography, and you don't like to be in front of the camera, that's a confidence issue. I don't know if as a marketer, I can help you with that. I can maybe send you to a, a confidence coach. And we have plenty in the community that we love and adore and respect and trust with our clients. We'd be more than happy to send you and refer you over to a course or maybe one-on-one sessions with them. Fabulous. But it's not a good fit if you're going to be signing up for services um, and putting so much time of someone's efforts and then to then just do, do away with it. Okay. And, um, and so, yeah, really, I, I thought, you know, sometimes people can't make those decisions. Sometimes they need help making those decisions. And that's why I made the decision, um, to, to not, not, not accept that. Okay. So what do we do then when someone says, okay, um, you know, I am in a coaching program, but I really want to work with you. It's very, very simple. Let's stay in touch. You know, let's stay in touch. There's, you know, we're not going anywhere, you know, hello, praise the Lord. We're not going anywhere. We're right here. We're doing business. Never, Suburb has never paused doing business in, since we've launched. We're doing business. We're thriving. We're in the community. We're visible. If you, we're not posting on Instagram, we're posting on Facebook. If we're not posting on Facebook, we're in the newsletter. We're in the blog. We're all over. We're, you know, recording these podcasts for you. We are here. Okay, take your time, go talk to a coach, go talk to a consultant, have, you know, your, your, your ducks in a row, build your business the right way, and build those foundational structures the right way. And then when you're ready to hire a team, and you're ready to start working with us, we're going to be here, we're going to help you. And it's going to be so much better, because you already have clarity, you already be in the right space in the right headspace. And Trust me when I say our efforts will be much better met, much better met. You guys know that English is not my first language, (laughs) believe it or not. And so much better met. Y'all let me know if that's right. (laughs) But I hope this episode um, brought a little light into this discussion because it's, it's something that I know a lot of people are facing because so many people are joining coaching programs and masterminds. And where does that leave? the strategist? Where does that leave the marketing team? Where does that leave the agency that um, wants to help you? So yeah, we're basically after is where we're at. We're after we come after. And I'm not just talking about implementation work. I'm talking about strategy as well. So strategy and implementation. Um, Do I agree that you should, whoever you coach with, you should also be doing implementation work with? That's going to be a whole nother episode because the answer is no. Again, it could be a very unpopular answer, but no, I I believe that your coach should be your coach. And I believe that your implementation team, I believe that your marketing strategist or brand strategist should be a completely different team. And I believe that the two can work together with you um, to help you, but in their right time, but in their right time. And obviously given everyone their, um, their respective places. So 
Again, thank you so much for joining me in today's bonus podcast episode. If you have any questions about this topic, as always, I encourage you to check out the show notes. Um, our link to our email is going to be there. It is hello at soberf.com. Otherwise, you can search for us all over social media at sober. That's underscore S-O-B-E-R-V-E or just by simply searching sober. And I will catch you in next week's episode. Bye.